It's Superhuman Radio. Rhythm is a dancer. Prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Hey, hey, welcome back to a special edition of Superhuman Radio. Uh, this is happening at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, we wanted to do video, but, you know, video has become very complicated for me uh, for a variety of different reasons, uh, unless there's uh, plenty of time to plan ahead and, and do some pre-testing. So uh, we ended up abandoning the video at the last minute here tonight because uh, I wanted nothing to go wrong in this interview with Heather Grace. How you doing, Heather? Oh, I am great. It's such an honor to be on the show. Oh, that's sweet of you. Thank you so much. I'll never forget the first time I met you in person. I was at the Arnold, and I heard somebody call my name, and I turned around, and you were standing there with your tan on, and I think you had like a, a jacket on, and I just I just gave you the biggest hug. I was like, oh, my God, you are so cute. And I don't think that female bodybuilders like hearing that they're cute. Is this oh. I was I was completely honored. I I followed your the show for years, so it was it was very cool to finally have the opportunity to meet you. Yeah, very very cool. And I hope that we get to meet again in the future too. So this I this is too. a really important show. So there's a lot of girls out there, women in the audience right now, that normally wouldn't listen to a discussion uh, from a, a a female competitor of your stature. Uh, however. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want those women to listen to this interview because, and I've said this for years, and I, I'm sure you've heard me say this before too, Heather, that if your goal is to change your body, then who do you want to go and learn from? Someone who dramatically is able to change their bodies or to somebody who just is moderately better than you? And this is really a big problem within the fitness <laughs> industry today. We, I, I, agree, see, totally. I see a lot of fat <laughs> fitness trainers trying to teach other people how to oh, get God. fit, and it just doesn't work that way. I really think it's kind of like, um, I think people are just afraid to be anything more than mediocre. So it's like, dare, you know, the idea of daring to dream or thinking that you can actually accomplish something huge is, is a little too much. So I'd rather stay closer to home, play it safe, and deal with somebody that's very average. I don't. I, I mean, that's the only rationale I can come up with. Well, instinctively, you are exactly correct, and I'll tell you why you're correct. So I did uh, uh, an interview many years ago, at least 10 years ago, uh, with a Dr. Dennis, and I can't think of his last name right now, but he did, a, he did a study that showed that grunting, which is scientifically called vocal disinhibition. Now, just keep that in mind, disinhibition, okay. inhibition, right? <laughs> So grunting in science is called vocal disinhibition. And when you grunt, when you are vocally disinhibited, you are stronger. And so I made the argument during that interview that uh, displaying strength requires disinhibition. He agreed with me. You know, uh, um, and, 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 and you, can see, okay. you can see this in action today with gyms like Planet Fitness where people – are so inhibited that if someone comes in and is stronger than them, they become uncomfortable. That person has to leave. Yeah. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And where women could go to someone like you and go, look, I want to look good for my, you know, 30th high school reunion. And like, that's who's going to get you there faster than somebody who can do what you do with your body, which is no small undertaking. No, it isn't a small undertaking. And <laughs> when I started all of this, I was a tiny little point guard. I had, I mean, I was always a muscular kid, but I mean, my body is so different now than it was, you know, in my early twenties, you know, when I played ball in college. And I mean, you can absolutely transform your body. It just takes time. And and that's the other thing, the time. So w- when did you first find physical culture and how? How did you find it? What was your introduction to it? 
so this is kind of a funny story. I um, I went to school at uh, Columbia University in New York, and um, I had played basketball there. And um, after school, I played ball in Brazil a little bit. Um, and uh, I came home on a break, and I was working part-time at a gym. So I was behind the gym counter, and I pull out this uh, magazine, which happened to be Muscle Media 2000, which, of course, you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. And I just dove into it. Like, I was just fascinated by the science <laughs> and these supplements and, wow, creatine and, and you know, uh, back then with phosphogen HP. And, um, I was just, uh, I remember seeing photos of Monica Brandt and just thinking, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Right. I can, I wonder if I can do this. How do I do this, you know? And uh, I just kind of jumped into it. I, that day I went to the supplement store and picked up some creatine, which was phosphogen HP, of course. Right. And did my... With my all the lows, sugar, it was mostly that that jug. That jug was mostly sugar, right? Oh, it was terrible. I know. <laughs> it was awful. I know. I know. But I put on. It was something crazy. Like it was like eleven pounds in a month, and like my vertical went up an inch and a half. You know, because I was still wow. playing ball at the time. Check up. But I was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And my mom was like, "What is going on with you?" <laughs> you know. Oh, how funny. But I just, the idea of being able to completely transform my body was, I just, I was fascinated by it. But now think, just think about this. Just think about that moment in time and, and juxtapose it with today, the average woman, right? You just said, right. my weight went up like 10 pounds in a month or eight pounds. What would you say? Eight pounds or 10 pounds? You said in a month, like, man, this is awesome. Where most women would probably be going, what? You're excited about that? <laughs> they did. Everybody thought I was nuts. But I mean, I've always kind of, I've always had a very athletic, lean look. Like I've, my body is naturally more of a bikini type of a figure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not. I mean, even though I, I'm clearly, I have some mesomorphic tendencies. I'm, um, I'm, I'm lean. I'm long. I've longer limbs, long legs. I mean, it's it's difficult to build mass. So I've always liked the look of curves and muscle. Even back in the day when the girls were wearing, you know, when I was in junior high, girls were wearing Jordache jeans with big gaps between their legs. Right, like, right. I was always repulsed by that. I always wanted to have a booty and be powerful and dynamic, and I thought curves were sexy. See, so I, I want to dive a little deeper into something else you just said, because I, I, I love strong women. I really do. It's not like though I've made a decision to like them, but I've always been attracted to women who had – some form of strength and usually it was physical uh-huh. you know and yeah. so but that's the that's antithetical today in 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 society because when when from evolution uh, a strong woman and a strong man they were survivors because the woman was was carrying a baby while she was foraging i mean women didn't right. did, there was none of, like back in those days before modernization <laughs> And, and this whole idea that the French came up with that f- the feminization of women, you know, women should be pampered and, and Asia bind their feet, keep their feet small. All these, these right. things that wanted to actually weaken women for whatever reason. Prior to all those social constructs, women were expected to be strong, lift bales of hay and do stuff, right? So were you, were you, right. did you come from uh, an environment where you didn't feel socially restricted to display your strength? My mom is a she's an she's an amazing woman. Um, we were reading, I think I read Roots, Alex Haley's Roots, mm-hmm. when I was like I was like five or six. I mean, I read the whole book. I mean, we were there was there was a reading list that we had every summer, and I mean it was extensive. Um, we were all academically, we were athletically and physically superior by far. Right. Um, big standouts. My, uh, you know, um, my sisters and I always were. Um, and my mom imposed, like we were gymnasts as kids and she was adamant about, my mom was, has always battled weight issues and she's always, always impressed upon us the importance of muscle and our metabolism, basically. Really? But I think, 
Well, I mean, she didn't break it down in those terms when we were younger. No, but she um, made the connection that having muscle, like, like that's such a, that's, that's the opposite of what women are being told by their mothers today, right? Like a, well, a when mom, my mom Yeah, when my mom was in high school, she managed the track team. Mm. And at the time, she was shot putting further than any of the guys. Really? <laughs> and of course, they didn't have women's track at the time. But, you know, both of my parents are, yeah, they're, they're, they're specimens for sure. That is um, so awesome. That is really awesome. And see, yeah, having your mother, a, having your mother display that, having your mother display that, yeah, gave you the you were like, oh, that's what girls do. That's what we do. We act. We 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 run. We compete. We're strong. We we act strong. Yeah, and it was always that way. Um, she was adamant about it, and so that was all that I knew. And you know, anything else just seemed foreign to me. So I had a real disconnect and. Uh, junior high when, you know, that became, you know, all the girls were starving themselves and not eating and, you know. <laughs> and, and Heather's uh, doing creatine. With, with yeah, you're doing creatine with sugar, you know, and you're like, I put on eight pounds this month. <laughs> That's hilarious. That really is funny. Yeah. So um, you, you, you fell in love with the process at some point in time. You must have looked at yourself as you started to change your body. And yeah, well, let me let me backtrack a bit because I'm not. I shouldn't. I, I should add. I also battled uh, bulimia um, when I was in my 20s, and I couldn't quite grasp the nutrition component. So I liked the idea of transforming my body, and I would add, you know, 10, 12 pounds, and then immediately drop it in the next three months. Right. Um, so I went through a bout where I couldn't really. I just didn't understand how important it was to to feed my machine, to basically build the muscle. Right. So, and I think that's super common with women as well. I, I shouldn't, uh, you know, I, I haven't always known what I was doing with nutrition for sure. You think that's because women struggle with the idea that I want to be bigger and stronger, but once they put on the weight, they freak out and they go, oh my God, I, I need to lose this weight? Maybe. I, you know, for me, it, it was never, it was always the scale, the number itself, yeah. even now, like, I'm bigger than I've ever been right now. And I mean, I still have striated glutes off season, you know, and it, it, I love it now, but there are times that I'll look at the scale and go, Oh, you know, hmm, five, five, one sixty. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. But isn't it funny? Uh, Somebody would look at you at one fifty, and they would look at a 150 pound girl who's predominantly body fat and you will, look, oh, yeah, no, no, no one would believe you're one fifty really standing next to that girl. Right. Exactly. And not, you know, a size two is too big on me at 160. So, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to explain to people, really, but it's, uh, you know. Well, do you think, so, so let me ask you this question. Um, do you think that you traded bulimia for orthorexia where, you know, because this sport, look, mm -hmm. bodybuilding, bodybuilding is the hardest sport in the world, and here's why. Um, there is really no... Off season, you you if, if you want to be a professional bodybuilder, yeah, there there's there's be. no off not season, anymore. right? You you have to stay, like you have to keep growing all year long. There's no like, okay, I'm right. going to take off the next few months and just party and do what I want, and then I'll come back in. No, you'll start where you were when you first got ready to step on stage the first time. You like you you have to start all over. You stay. I've noticed this about you. You stay within striking distance of, of competition ready shape all the time. There's no off-season for you. You don't put on all the weight that a lot of the girls do in the off-season. I don't do a lot of the things that the girls do in-season or off-season, though. I'm really, really adamant about the fact that I should be able to build my metabolism through training and diet, and I don't need cardio for that. Cardio is a tool that I use to diet down. I don't do cardio off-season, and I think it's I think it's ridiculous for anybody to train hard. You can't, I mean, the way that the volume that I'm doing and I'm, I'm, I almost train twice a day year round. So that in and of itself is, is quite a bit of work. And, um, you know, I, I have to manage my, my nutrition accordingly. Like my, my calories have to be high all the time in order to train like that and to have the energy to push. If I were to throw, I mean, that's just so counterintuitive to do cardio off season for me. I just, I think it's ridiculous. And I actually, all of my clients, I pull them off of cardio too off season. That's amazing. And they all diet down just like I do. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so. But it, it's really, I mean, it, it really, it's logical when you really think about it. I think, 
people assume that they have to be the hamsters on the treadmill year-round. Like, that's part of the stigma of bodybuilding. Like, it has to be this, you know, this, it, everything has to be centered around this, this modality of suffering. And that's not what it is. Bodybuilding should be about training, which is a celebration. That's, that's, it's, it's an opportunity. It's, it's incredible. Every time I get in the gym and I train, I'm excited. You know, I don't want to hop on a treadmill. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's an important thing to make that connection about loving the process. Maybe even right. like I love the right. process more than the results because I've been derailed so many times that if, if it was, if I was results driven, I would give up on this and go, I got to do something. Right. Else. Exactly. So you really but love I that process. Think that, I think that's changed a lot as well. Um, with the rise of social media, I think you have a lot of folks in the sport that are in the sport for the wrong reasons. I don't think that they really enjoy training. I think they enjoy affirmation and the likes and the look at me. This is what I've done and this is what I can do and blah, 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 you know, as opposed to actually really enjoying the training. Elisa makes a joke. Um, when someone puts something average up on the internet, you know, like, oh, I did this today. And she goes, oh, they want their credit. Everybody wants their credit today. <laughs> like, like if you didn't see me do it, then it didn't count. So, right. It's kind of so funny. True. How, what, so, it's so, so I, I train out of a very well-known bodybuilding gym, Armburst Pro Gym. And, um, it's, it's just hilarious. I, you, you see the kids come in and, and they have full on, like they'll, they'll bring in a camera person in order to film them. And I'm, and they're doing like a basic, you know, whatever they might be doing like lateral raises or something with pens or something as though it's innovative and, Oh, let me capture this. <laughs> it's just hilarious. I well, mean, we're talking about kids that have probably been training for four or five months, which I mean, yay that they're not on the couch playing video games, but you know, really, you know, we've actually gotten worse. So when I raised my kids, you know, I raised, you know, I was part of the generation where people got a participation trophy, right? But now it's even right. worse. Today, everybody has their own uh, personal reality TV show going on on some Instagram oh. or uh, channel where they they, they, ah. they they record everything. They think everything they say, everything that comes out of their mouth is just so brilliant that it's a lost moment if they don't share it with the world. It's, it's funny to me. I totally really agree is. with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. And then it's, it's odd in that, there's, there actually is an audience for that. I mean, they, they're, they're being followed. Oh, I know. Because People there's somebody who's, there's somebody who's just slightly uh, more boring than they are that's willing to watch their slightly less boring life. <laughs> there are so many out there that do this. I know. I know. It's, it's funny. Yeah. Um, you, so you said something else that I want to pull on for a second. Okay. I watch you train from afar. I watch your Instagram videos. You are a master of kinesiology. I see how when you like, uh, like when you Thank want to hit you. a certain area of your lats, you'll do the movement at an angle and shorten the, and shorten the the, uh, the 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 distance that you travel. And I watch that part of your lats just literally blow up. I I know exactly what you're trying to hit. You you've become a master of kinesiology. Has this been something Thank you've you, Carl? Been... You're very observant. Thank you. <laughs> well, do you, do you do you have you are you following someone else's lead or did you just kind of start figuring this stuff out yourself? You know, I'm a student of the game. I I followed a ton of different people over the years. Um, my current favorite right now is the hypertrophy coach, Joe Bennett. Do you follow him? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, he's pretty awesome. Um, there's another guy out of uh, Australia that I really like. Um, and I can't, his name is eluding me right now. Um, and then, of course, you know, I mean, I've, I've learned through trial and error. I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to win an Olympia, so everything has to be perfect, you know. And and it's um, I'm sculpting my own piece of art here daily. So I, you know, if I can impart something and teach somebody along the way, gosh, I, I mean, there were so many years that I was doing the wrong things and um, just wasn't really focused on the connection, you know. And I'm constantly preaching that in the gym now, you know. Just you know, close your eyes. What are you moving? What are you contracting? What do you feel? How does this feel? Blah, blah, blah with my clients. And it's amazing to me how many people like, and I'm talking about pro bodybuilders. I see this every day. People are just moving weight and they yeah. have no idea what they're actually training. And there's, no, there's nothing methodical about it. And, you know, there's just, 
to me, that's a wasted workout. Well, a lot of times in order to step into that world, you have to go down and wait. And that's not something a lot of people yes. want to do. Yes, absolutely. You know, so true. that's something that <laughs> women are willing media. to do because women don't women don't have the same ego that men do. So it's easier for women yeah. to go. All I really need is 30 pound dumbbells to do this right and squeeze because I watch you. I watched you one day doing, um, I think it was pull downs. And I could tell that not only were you doing the rep, you know, with a steady pace, but when you got to the bottom, you flexed. I could see your chest pop up. I could see your shoulders pop. And then you released and right. you started. So, you know, you, you can't, you can't do that when you're using, you know, 90% of your one rep max. You got to back down to sometimes 50% of your one rep max to get 10 good reps out with that degree of time under tension. Well, that, and I'm also a big proponent of activation movements before you even start the workout. Um, so let's say, for instance, today's back day. So I'll do some um, activation movements just to kind of activate my lats and my serratus uh, before I even get going because you really, really have to, you have to be connected there in order to feel those movements. Um, and I think that's, that's another, I mean, and I, I like to start with something um, voluminous that's going to get some blood into the right. muscle right away. That way I get the pump, and then I'll stretch between sets hard. And that's another, I don't see people stretching. You know, like, that's, again, I mean, a huge missed opportunity. So as your, as your journey traveled and you started to become more and more muscular, did you start to... Uh, feel fit shaming? Did people start saying things to you that they wouldn't say to the average person that they didn't know? Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty outspoken, gregarious, um, extrovert type of person. And right. I, in general, people have always kind of backed down to me. I, I, I'm also a very, I'm an Aries, like a hardcore yeah, Aries. Right. I think I strong, you have a strong people. will, strong head. Right. Yeah. Right, and I think I tend to intimidate people. So it's, I mean, I've never experienced any of that, to, to be honest with you. I do get looks, of course, and that's changed dramatically over the years. Like, it's, I was thinking um, when I, let's see, 2009-ish, um, I was my first big show. I did the Arnold Amateur, and I did really well there. Um, and I remember, like, in that prep, like walking around town and getting like really interesting looks from people. Oftentimes I can't tell, you know, if, if it's a, uh, wow, that's amazing or, Ooh, that's disgusting, you know? And people will, I mean, they'll, they'll literally like they stare, you know, and it, it's as though they think that you don't see them or something. Right. Um, so I would say hello, you know, and they would either look away or, you know, make a comment. Um, now that's changed dramatically. Um, all of a sudden, muscle is super cool. And yeah. women, in particular, I, I get compliments all the time. Whole Foods, natural grocers, just walking around. Um, even in sweats, it's amazing what people can see. And uh, I think um, it's far better received now than it was, you know, five, six years ago. Yeah, right. I agree. But, of course, I'm far more muscular now, too. So, I don't know. That's a, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But you're obviously not you're not uh, uh, feeling that uh, because we've done a couple shows with women who have been fit shamed where people were saying things to them. But I think that um, I also think that you you te I have a feeling you're very selective with the time in your life that you spend on different things and in certain places and and around certain people. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. you're, you're 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 I'm not. It's not like I'm hanging out at bars. Right. Or right. Things like that. Right. You're yeah. very but you're very you have I a do, very standardized day approach that you. This is I what do, I do. I yeah. do. But I will say on occasion when I do get out socially, I mean, people will come up and they want to take photos and I'm right. signing autographs and oh you're somebody and da 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 or somebody will recognize me and which is that's kind of interesting too. Um, but it's I. Honestly, I've, I've never really heard anybody come up to me and, you know, ooh, that's disgusting, or why would you want to do that to yourself? Or I've never gotten any of that. Yeah, no, and, and I'm happy that you haven't too, because there's me a too. there's a lot, there's a lot of stupid people in the world. <laughs> Let's take a quick commercial break. Yeah. I've got lots more questions. If you want to connect with Heather Grace, her Instagram is at Heather Grace IFBB Pro. Correct? Is that correct? About yes. Okay, and that's the best place to meet her and watch her 
And if you are looking, uh, if you're a woman or a guy, and you're looking to see somebody who really lives the life of what physical culture is, uh, there's nobody uh, like Heather out there, man or woman. So Aww, thanks, Carl. Sit tight. We'll be right back with more. Stay tuned. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Eat dessert again with the new 100% natural line of high-protein, low-carb Quest protein bars. I love lemon cream pie and strawberry cheesecake, but you can choose from chocolate peanut butter, coconut cashew, or cinnamon roll as well. No matter which one you try, you'll feel like you're eating dessert. But this is no ordinary dessert. With 20 grams of high-quality whey protein isolate, 17 grams of prebiotic fiber, and sweetened with stevia, these bars will make you feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to Superhuman radio.com and click the quest protein bar banner ad to learn more about these clean and delicious protein bars sleep is one of the most important factors in maintaining health and longevity and in today's environment with all the artificial light we're exposed to there is nothing more important to use to protecting your sleep than blue blocking glasses and there's only one blue blocking glasses that i will trust ever and that's blue blocks b-l-u-b-l-o-x if you go to the website blueblocks.com and use the code SHR15, you'll save 15% off the single best blue blocking glasses in the world because you can wear them comfortably and still function, watch TV, work on your computer, but it blocks all of the important blue and green light that has been responsible for shutting down melatonin production and causing people to sleep poorly. Don't waste another night of sleep without wearing blue blocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X tonight. Put them on at 7 p.m. and you'll be asleep by 9 p.m and you'll get the best night's sleep you've ever had. If you've never used them before, you are missing out. Blueblocks.com. Use the code SHR15 to save 15% off. Wanting to try CBD but not sure what to trust? Check out H-Hemp. H, like healthy, happy, honest. H-Hemp CBD system makes it simple with one CBD tincture. Available in three great tasting flavors, a super powerful breath spray that GQ Magazine named a top CBD product, and a topical CBD balm that is simply the bomb. Relax and feel better naturally with the H-Hemp CBD system. Available at hemp.com. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon 1. Go to Redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one, dot com. Or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. Don't hate us because we feel good. Welcome back. We're talking with Heather Grace. She is an IFBB pro athlete in the uh, physique, women's physique class. And so a moment ago you said, hey, you know, I'm looking to win the Olympia. Is that the end game for you? You win the Olympia and then is is it just – would you just continue to compete? Do you ever see yourself not competing? You know, um, I feel good. Uh, I've had uh, some knee issues over the last mm, – three to four years, which I should probably have some PRP, maybe some prolo done um, after the Olympia this year. But other than that, I'm, I'm in pretty good shape, Carl. I, I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. I've had a very long athletic career. I mean, I started gymnastics at four and I just feel like I'm getting better. So I, I don't, I, I'm, at 46, I guess I should be feeling <laughs> I didn't even realize you were 46. I, yeah, I just had a birthday. Um, happy I, birthday. You know, I mean, I took third at, you know, the last two, Olymp- well, I took fifth last year at the Olympia. 
I took third the two previous years. Last year was a, oh, there were so many mistakes. Um, I just, I'm getting better. And I, actually, I just started working with them. Um, are you familiar with NewFit? Uh, tell me more. There's so many companies that start with NU now. Do they make the new yeah, bell, the, the, a, the dumbbells that are round? No, not them. No, no, no. It's, um, it's, it's similar to a TENS unit, but it's not an opposing current. It's a direct current. Um, and they're actually sponsoring me through the Olympia, which I will tell you after one workout, I see a difference in my legs. I mean, it's, this thing is a game changer and it's, uh, I, I mean, if any, I'll be shocked if I'm not 20% better this year. Really? Really, Like, so tell me more about it. So it's an AC, not DC tens unit, basically. You know, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not super well versed with it. Um, okay. But it is okay. So, but, but what it's doing for you? What it's doing for you is it is improving uh, uh, an injury, or is it is it just increasing? So your... it's resetting. It's resetting compensatory patterns. So neurologically, um, which is why it's uh, something that you can actually see benefits with with one treatment. I'm I'm getting treated twice a week. Um, and we're working on old injuries. I, I ruptured my Achilles um, in 2006. So that's kind of been an issue that I've had. My, my entire right side is kind of just problematic, um, but nothing that I haven't been able to manage. Of course, I've developed all these compensation patterns so that I can squat 315, <laughs> um, even though my foot flexion on my right side is just ridiculous, and I have all this scar tissue. Um, my right knee is kind of jacked up because of it. Um, but this device is like, it's, it's pretty amazing. Actually, I, I should, I should try to hook you up. I bet, I bet there's somebody out where you live. Um, yeah, I'd like to find out because I, I have, I, I am working hard not to have, uh, compensation occur with my left foot yeah. now that it's out of the boot because yeah. my, my, my hips are whacked out from walking with one long leg for a long time. It's just like, so I know what you're talking about. That's, I would definitely yeah. be interested in that. Oh, it's amazing. Um, but anyway, yeah, getting back to the longevity issue with regard to the sport, I mean, I know everybody keeps asking me, you know, it, why would I, why would I stop? I mean, I'm, I am getting better. So. No, I think you know. more power to you. No, I, I you know, I, so it's almost like, um, there's a lot of artists, let's say, like, like we, there's musicians that you and I both know of that uh-huh. they came out with all their earliest work, and then once that was done, they just didn't have the drive anymore, and they just right. disappear. And I always say to myself, yeah. well, they really didn't love making music. They just wanted to be famous. Yeah. And once they got famous, they, they hit their goal. You just love making the music, it sounds like. I do. I do. <laughs> I'm not a gym rat. I'm a gym unicorn. <laughs> That's funny. I do. I love training. I love sculpting. I love teaching. Um, I love inspiring. I, the whole process. It's, it's still a lot of fun for me. And to be honest with you, even though I, I recognize, I think last year I was the only competitor on the Olympia stage in women's physique that had been there in 2015 and 2016. No kidding. Um, so now I'm technically the veteran. Um, but I still feel like there's so much to learn and so much to explore. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm constantly looking and trying to optimize um, my methods and my protocols and my strategies. And I mean, why, why stop? <laughs> you keep diaries, I would imagine, right? You keep a pretty detailed diary of everything you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you could sell those someday by themselves. Um, do you train regular clients? Do you just train uh, you know, yeah. average people who say, look, Heather, I just want to lose 15 pounds and be in great shape? I have all kinds of clients. I'm actually uh, working with an NBA player right now. Well, retired NBA player that just signed a contract for the Great Three. Um, are you familiar with that? The three no. on three. No. What is that? Yeah, Jason Richardson. He won uh, two dunk contests in uh, let's see, 2002, 2003, I think. Um, so I have like some crazy, incredible athletes. I have look good naked clients. I have like a ton of women that are in their late forties, early fifties that just really want to add some curves and some muscle and want to feel good and build some strength. Um, I have all kinds of clients. I work with a lot of guys. Um, do you do distance training? Yeah, I, do you have I mean, clients that don't live in, that don't live in Colorado? Oh yeah. 
yeah, the vast majority of my business is online. Mm-hmm. Really? Now, uh, where yeah. do, if, if someone is listening to the show right now and goes, wow, I'd like to work with Heather, how would they go about doing that? Um, usually people contact me through Instagram okay. or Facebook, um, okay. or they can email me, heathergracefitness at gmail.com. Um, but social has been such an easy platform for marketing. Um, in that regard, I enjoy it. <laughs> where do you stand? Obviously, you live in one of the states where there's legalized marijuana, right? Yes. Where do you stand on, on marijuana use and, and, and an athlete, a serious athlete, someone who's really like you? Oh, dedicated? I'm, all for it. I'm all for it. I think it's great. Anything that's going to drop you into that parasympathetic state when you're not training and you don't have to go after it, I think is crucial. But, I, you know, I'm a big proponent of all that, you know, I'm, I meditate, I sauna, um, my supplement list is long and... Oh, I'm going to ask you I'm going to ask you about your top 10 supplements towards the end of the show, so don't worry about okay. that. Yeah. No, but uh, so, yeah, so you, you feel like weed, weed could have a place because because it's, it's, it's like off time. It forces you into off time. It forces you into relaxation. Yes. Yeah. What about alcohol? Definitely. I've only, I've only, th- I think I've only seen one picture of you holding a, a glass of wine and you had like a <laughs> A brown sweater on or something. I was like, that's the first time I've ever seen Heather holding a glass of wine. What about alcohol? Yeah, I was home for Christmas. Um, I had a glass of wine with my mom. You know, um, I've had, again, we all have a past. I used to be a big-time party girl. Um, And once in a while, when I decide to go big, I mean, I'll drink, and it's usually vodka or gin. But for the most part, I just I don't think there's any place um, in my lifestyle for alcohol right now. It's just... uh, it, I mean, it's fun, but I need my liver. So. Well, no, see, I, um, I'm I'm exactly the same way. My attitude is that weed has no real metabolic effect. It, it can it can drop blood sugar in some people who get a a, a, a dopamine rise. If you're one of those uh-huh. people who you smoke a little weed and you get paranoid, just eat just eat a Hostess Twinkie before you smoke the weed, and you won't get paranoid because you're one of the people who. The uh, increase in dopamine causes a drop in blood sugar. It causes a little squirt of insulin, and and your blood sugar drops. And then you're thinking, oh, man, I shouldn't have smoked that. I think I'm going to get sick. Something's wrong with me. I just know it. Just have something to eat before you smoke the weed. That won't happen. But alcohol, right. alcohol on the other side, that is a metabolic disruptor. That is a, mm-hmm. a, a neurotoxin. That's going di- to disrupt it's your thyroid. I know, right? Body. I know. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just like, you know, we have these conversations with people about sugar all the time, right? You know, everybody wants to justify what they're doing. But in reality, you know that you are poisoning yourself. So, you know, it's, I mean, if that makes you feel better while you're doing it, I suppose. I'm chasing a world championship. I can't live that way. Right. Yeah. So, um. Honestly, I wouldn't anyway, to be honest. That's just not, that wouldn't be part of my lifestyle. Yeah, drink alcohol is way way different than weed. In my opinion, they ought to legalize weed and they ought to do away with alcohol or limit alcohol. I agree Absolutely. because the, you know the alcohol is what's really killing people uh, of the yes, two of the definitely. two. So, um, let's see here. I have so many questions, and I want to I want to try to follow these into. <laughs> so so let's talk a little bit more about uh, your support systems. So you you work very hard and. I do. This has to mean that you're a very solitary person to some degree. Do you? But do you have? A, do you have a support system? You have certain people that, no matter when you go to them, it's like you just haven't been away from them, and you feel good about being around them. Oh yeah, I'm blessed to have a great circle of friends and family, and um, I'd say it's relatively tight. I don't have a huge group of. I have a lot of friends, but I wouldn't say that I have a ton that I would really confide in. Um. But, oh, yeah, I've, my whole life, I've been very blessed in that regard, definitely. So, But you are a solitary person. I, I mean, unless you're really good about keeping certain uh, people out of the limelight, do, are, you, do, are you in any long-term relationships? So, or can you be when you're this dedicated to a sport like this? Um, I'm not at the moment, but I, I think it's doable. I, as long as, you know, I think both parties are working towards something greater, like, I'm just, I'm, I couldn't imagine dating somebody that would 
this is going to sound really awful, but hold me back. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I just I, why does I that why does that, that sound really why does don't. it sound awful? Because you're a woman saying it. Uh no, because I'm always. I think people think I'm. Uh, I'm very type A, um, mm-hmm. and so I I get a lot of that uh, arrogant type of you know she's very confident blah 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 kind of feedback. Um, so I just. Uh, I, I can't. I can't do mediocre in life uh, on any level. Don't, don't you think? Don't you think that friends, in order for a serious athlete like you to be in a relationship, it's probably going to have to be with an, another serious athlete, somebody who understands when you have to be that island for three weeks. Not, gonna... not necessarily. Like I don't date in the industry. I never have. Um, for me, that's just too much. I. But I. I think it's important to be able to relate to another go-getter, like somebody that's ambitious and maybe at the top of their game, whatever right. that might be. Okay. Um, but I don't necessarily, I think I definitely tend to resonate more with former athletes or folks that have some sort of an athletic background. Um, but I, I don't think I'd have to get involved with an athlete per se. I see a lot of that in bodybuilding. That's not something I'm, necessarily looking for you think it's actually the kiss of death on a relationship <laughs> for me it wouldn't work yeah for me it wouldn't work yeah it would just be too much so um you're training you train twice a day uh in most most usually. cases year usually. round okay yeah and you okay usually but probably more than not throughout the course of a year you train two times in a day yeah probably about nine eight nine months out of the year Okay, so so you get up in the morning. Do you train yourself first before you start training clients? No, oh, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I had to do a morning workout yesterday, and it killed me. Really? I prefer to get my first one in at 11 with my training partner, and then I usually hit my second one sometime later in the afternoon. Like my preference, if I were able to train any time I could, would be five ish. Um, but that doesn't always work with clients, so. Um, sometimes it happens at four, sometimes it happens. I'm, I'm kind of a night owl. Like I'm good with like six, seven, two. Really? Do you, well, I'm going to ask you about your sleep later. So, um, so those two times a day, how long are you actually training? Are you training for like an hour, 40 minutes, twice a day, or you're training longer? My first workout is usually two hours, unless it's arms, then it's like an hour and I'll do some ancillary work. Um, but we usually go two hours, uh, and then occasionally, like with legs, it's it's often three, two and a half, three. Yeah, you need so, more recovery time in between, right? Well, it's just more volume. Um, I don't I don't take a lot of time in between sets. I do a lot of supersetting. I've just kind of my body's just adapted to it, and I've I've had arguments and conversations with strength coaches, like you name it, <laughs> over the last couple of years. Um, and I think part of my issues with the, so I would train legs. I've trained legs up to three times a week. Um, and I just would not get sore last year and the year before. Um, and it wasn't until I started working with the new fit, we started resetting some compensatory patterns that now I'm getting sore, um, with my legs. So if, if I'm working with new fit, then I'll take more time. Um, if not, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hitting quads three times a week right now. No kidding. Yeah. That's crazy. That's really amazing. But but again, you're not crushing yourself at every workout, I would imagine, right? You're, you're, you're um, sensitive. You are, huh? Yeah, no. I, I go pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really uh, – I mean, it, it's not three hours of minimal weight. It's supersets. It's drop sets. It's rest pause. It's time under tension. It's six-second negatives. It's a lot of metabolic stress for sure. I want to take our last commercial break, and when we come back, I want to talk more about your diet. I want to talk about your favorite supplements, uh, and I want to ask you about sleep because I know that you know sleep is very, very important. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. There are a few products that I believe in the way I believe in Can-See eye drops. I've been using Can-See for six months now, and the changes in my vision are nothing short of amazing. Wow, that's an old commercial. The truth is I've been using Can-See eye drops for 11 years now, and I credit Can-See eye drops as being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at 58 years old. Can-See eye drops improve the quality and health of your eyes indefinitely. That's why I both 
Use and endorse Cansi Eye Drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com and learn about how Cansi Eye Drops can improve the health of your eyes and the quality of your vision today. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more Productive at RenewLifeRx.com. Sleep is one of the most important factors in maintaining health and longevity. And in today's environment, with all the artificial light we're exposed to, there is nothing more important to use to protecting your sleep than blue blocking glasses. And there's only one blue blocking glasses that I will trust ever, and that's Blue Blocks. B L U B L O X. If you go to the website BlueBlocks.com and use the code SHR15, you'll save 15% off the single best blue blocking glasses in the world because you can wear them comfortably and still function watch tv work on your computer but it blocks all of the important blue and green light that has been responsible for shutting down melatonin production and causing people to sleep poorly don't waste another night of sleep without wearing blue blocks b-l-u-b-l-o-x tonight put them on at 7 p.m and you'll be asleep by 9 p.m and you'll get the best night's sleep you've ever had if you've never used them before you are missing out. Blueblocks.com. Use the code SHR15 to save 15% off. Are you looking for a better way to absorb the nutrients you know you need? Do what I do and start your day with lipospheric supplements from Live On Labs. Unlike pills and powders, Live On's patented liposomal encapsulation technology transports nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin B, glutathione, acetyl-L-carnitine, and alpha-lipoic acid to where they need to be, your cells. Visit try.liveonlabs.com forward slash Carl to learn why I take these supplements every day to help me perform in the gym and in life. That's try.livonlabs.com slash Carl. Now, the number one best-selling non-hormonal anabolic agent at PredatorNutrition.com. Progenidrex has established itself as the category killer. If you're having difficulty gaining muscle while staying lean, you owe it to yourself to try Progenidrex. 100% of store reviews rated it at five stars, the highest possible ranking. And today, right now, there are guys pouring their hearts out in the gym with little or nothing to show for it. Don't waste any more time. Go to PredatorNutrition.com today and get Progenidrex, the world absolute best drug-free muscle gainer. This is the Superhuman Channel, where brawn and brains finally meet. Welcome back. If you want to connect with Heather Grace, go to Instagram and look for Heather Grace IFBB Pro. And there are so many great videos of her training. And you'll learn things just by watching how she trains. You'll be like, wow, you know, I know what she's trying to hit with that movement now. That's what I need, too. So it's pretty cool stuff there. Um, okay, let, let's ask the question that's a lot on a lot of people's minds. Do you have any favorite supplements? Any? Absolutely. I don't skip these. These are important baseline supplements. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so I'm going to roll through, like, my basic um, day-to-day stuff. Um, so every morning I get up and I have uh, apple cider vinegar, um, vitamin C, and I, I kind of just mix this in um, uh, reverse osmosis water, which is what I drink all the mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Um, remineralized, of course. Um, oh, also, I'm so glad you uh, said that. Yeah, so good. It's You're so good. important. Oh, Nobody I know. About water. I know. And, and remineralize. And there's no minerals in reverse osmosis water, so it sucks the minerals right. out of your body. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. So I wanted to be clear about that. Um, and it's, it's so important to maintain hydration and I do electrolytes constantly. I throw sodium in everything. Well, salt, I should say. Um, okay, so in the morning I do vitamin C. I'm a big proponent of kratom. I do that. Um, no questions there. Well, kratom for focus or kratom for the niggling aches and pains that you've developed here and there. Uh, kratom for focus. Interesting. Yeah, in I thought so. Yeah. 
I'm talking. I'm but thinking. Normally, when I say that, people like jaws drop. So. No, no, I I like kratom, and I, actually, what I've learned is using less is actually more for me. If I use a gram to a yep. gram and a half, I get focused, uh-huh. but I don't feel like I took kratom. I just feel like I'm focused. Right, and that's exactly how I use it. Yeah. Um, I also do uh, my. I don't really do a daily vitamin. I do something called Oceans Alive, which is phytoplankton. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm a big proponent there. I do, uh, throughout the day, I do a product made by, uh, are you familiar with Dr. Zach Bush? Dr. Who? Zach Bush, he's my favorite. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. So I do restore before every meal. I've tried it. Um, I tried it. Uh, when it first came oh, out, I love it. I tried a bottle of it. I yeah. think it's great. Um, my other dailies that I do every day are boron, uh, nac. Why boron? Why boron? Testosterone. Ah. So explain mm-hmm. to the audience why you take boron and how it affects testosterone. To improve my free-range testosterone. So it actually it affects SHBG? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. And I would imagine um, you really I, I would imagine you really watch your blood work very closely. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm actually sponsored by an HRT clinic locally, which is awesome. Um, they take awesome. great care of me. Sculpted MD. I'd like to give them a shout out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, let's see. Every day I do vitamin D, fish oil. Um, I'm a huge proponent of this magnesium soak that I just discovered um, it was a couple months ago. But, man, that's been a game changer. This, this magnesium soak delivers 24 grams of magnesium in 45 minutes. And so, and, and so t- explain, how do you use it? So it's a foot soak. You can put it in the tub as well. Right. Um, but I do it right before bed because it just knocks me out. And uh, along with just a little bit of melatonin, I do a half milligram of melatonin. Perfect. Bed. That's a really, um, that's a thera- That's a clinically proven therapeutic dose. And that's why I do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kills me when I hear people do five milligrams of melatonin or 10 milligrams and just like, geez. <laughs> The only reason, the only yeah. reason to use higher doses, if you're looking for, if you if you have some issues, uh, like autoimmune type issues, if you have macular degeneration, which is is a growing problem in our population. I didn't realize it affected macular. Oh, it actually, actually, so they they sell a drug that's supposed to keep you from developing macular degeneration, and they're giving it to elderly people today. And uh-huh. it works in some people; it doesn't. There's three good studies that show that. Five, three, five, and ten milligrams of oral melatonin completely, completely stopped the progression of macular de- degeneration. The higher dose really? actually helped to reverse it. Yeah, yeah. A melatonin. And is that something that they cycle, or is it something? That no, you, you just run? get. Look, I mean, I've been progressively taking more and more doses, higher doses of, of melatonin as I've aged. When I first started taking melatonin, I was actually taking the six hundred microgram dose. That is considered uh-huh. the, the one that they did the research on, right? And uh-huh. then I I was using <clears throat> I was using performance enhancing drugs, and I started having real problems with uh, sleep. I, I I was you know getting the night sweats and and panic uh-huh. attacks in the middle of the night, and so I started to experiment with some really high doses. I mean, I've taken and I still do this once in a blue moon. There's a, there are nights where I think to myself, I need fifty gram, milligrams of melatonin tonight. And I'll wake up in the really? morning and feel so good. Yeah, kind of like because um, – so you're going to get grossed out by this, but I got to tell you. There's actually, okay. a, there's actually a 320 milligram melatonin suppository that is given to women who have fibromyalgia. And it makes their fibromyalgia go away for like three or four days at a time. Really? Yeah, because, because melatonin is uh, – is is one of the most powerful antioxidants in our body. I, in fact, I believe that it's it's a, a more powerful antioxidant than even glutathione, and it goes and it and it passively makes it into the blood brain barrier when you take an oral dose. It can actually reverse the uh, uh, the cell phone damage. You know, cell phone cell phones slowly damage your brain. There's there's evidence yes. of this now. Uh-huh. Melatonin can actually stop that from happening. Wow. Yeah, so I, I'm up to 10 milligrams a night right now, and that's but but the, every now and then I'll go down to three, and I, I it, sometimes the 10 milligrams stops working for me, so I go, you know, it's time for me to back down, and yeah. I'll use three the next night, and I'll be like, oh, I slept so good. 
there's a rhythmicity well, to it that I haven't figured out yet, but I just kind of, you know, go Well, on. I remember on one of your shows years ago listening to, I don't remember who the guest was, but um, you guys were discussing thyroid issues, and you had suggested, or your guest had suggested, doing melatonin at sundown to reset circadian clock, which I thought was really interesting stuff. In fact, they reversed menopause in women at the, the, the Madonna del Grazie Institute for um, uh, Menopause in Italy. I'm trying to think what part of Italy it's in. I talked to the doctor. This is going back. This is probably 2005 or 2006. They had done a study there, and they showed that women who were amenorrheic for up to mm-hmm. a year started taking melatonin at sundown, at sundown. And like 30% of them reestablished their cyclicity and got their periods back. What um, what dosage was that at? That was three milligrams. That was three milligrams. Okay. That was the store-bought uh, dose uh, wow, that was that available. Is so fascinating. Yeah. I, you know, melatonin. So melatonin is one of those things that like the guy who most likely was on my show talking about melatonin was Dr. Russell Ryder from the University of Texas uh, at Dallas. And uh, and he has authored over 800 papers on the pineal gland. He finally retired, I think. I had him on my show two years ago, and I think he was in his early 80s then, and he was still teaching, if you can believe that. Uh-huh. But at the end... Well, I'll that, have to go back and listen to those. I think that's just amazing. Yeah, he. so he... So he, um, he I said to him on the air, Dr. Vitter, how much melatonin are you taking now? When I met him, and I had him on my show in 2006, the first time, he was taking 20 milligrams of sublingual melatonin, and... The last interview I did with him was probably like three years ago, maybe four, and he was taking 60, six zero milligrams of sublingual melatonin every single night. Wow. Huh. So it's interesting okay, stuff. Okay, well, maybe I need to... Uh, no, 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 no. If that's working, if that... No, that no, 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 no. If that's working for you, just do that. Well, I, for me, the magnesium alone knocks me out, and I yeah. just... I, we're all so magnesium deficient. Yes. Oral magnesium is just... You're never going to reach cell saturation, ever. So this soak is just, I, I have all of my athletes using this stuff and everybody loves it. Can you tell us the name of it? So, Did you say that? What is, what is it called? Um, let's see. So the brand is, it's called Living the Good Life. Living the Good um, Life. Interesting. Yeah. It's just, this woman, is, she has a really interesting story. I heard her on another podcast, um, Learn True Health, and uh I mean, it was just, it was like a two and a half hour long podcast and I've listened to it like three times. Her story is just remarkable. She was having like 30 seizures a day or something. Oh my God. Um, started using magnesium and became a normal person again. I mean, it, it's really just such an important mineral that we overlook completely. And our nutrition is completely void of it, of course, yes. because our soils are so depleted. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyway, okay, after uh, the melatonin, yeah. what else do you take besides the melatonin? Do you take anything else for sleep? Um, did I mention DIM yet? I don't think I No, no, DIM. DIM for managing uh, uh, estrogen levels? Yes. Yeah, very um, good. I think that's a really good one. Uh, glutathione, I do glutathione injectable. Um, I do a B12. Uh, let's see. Pregnanolone. Um... Niacin, when I sauna and before I train. Uh, I love niacin. I don't know why. I always thought I was weird because I like niacin flush. I look forward to oh, it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but, it, you know, it also dissipates over yeah. you know, when your body gets accustomed to it. But have you ever sauna with, ni- with niacin? No, no. But I've taken, but I've been stupid enough to take beta alanine at six grams and, and a 500 milligram niacin tablet at the same time one time. Oh, and I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't get out of the car. I couldn't, I couldn't get out of the car. I was in the car, scratching my ass, my back, my legs. I was like on fire. I was all red, and I thought to myself, "What dummy would take these two in combination?" <laughs> well, you and I apparently. Yeah. Oh God, that's terrible. That's yeah, terrible. I love niacin, and I think that's one of those that is completely overlooked. I well, also do. Um, well, wait. I want to, I want to stay with niacin just for a second. Hold, hold on to the liver. So with niacin, what's all the craze right now for anti aging? NAD, right? Right. Nicotin, yeah. nicotinamide yeah. ribose. Uh-huh. That's a metabolite of niacin. Your body produces it its own nicotinamide ribose in it uh-huh. in your body from taking niacin. Right. 
I actually also heard uh, Mercola talk about, um, what is it? I have another herb downstairs that I do when I uh, sauna. Let me run downstairs real quick and try to find it. Um, But it's also a precursor to NAD. NAHD, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, yes. Um, Shoot, I can't find it right now. But I do that before I sauna as well. Did you say you take desiccated liver? I do. Old school. You're old school. Old school. I know. Desiccated liver and niacin. I sure do. So, so do you do you get the um, the stuff from uh, Argentina, like the like the old day bodybuilders used to? Uh huh. I do. I'll be darned. How many of those <laughs> do you take disgusting. a day? Disgusting. I know. Just don't I chew do, it. Do, Just do don't do chew it. it. That's all. <laughs> well, I actually do it. Um, I do in powder form. So. Um, I'll do that in the morning with my apple cider vinegar and my EAAs and my vitamin C. It's pretty disgusting. I just chug put it, it in down. About six ounces of water and just down it. That's funny. Chug it down. <laughs> Get it over with. That's so funny. Let's see. And then the others are berberine and metformin. Tell um, me why you're taking metformin. I mean, do you really think it's going? To, is, is it strictly for? Is it for nutrient partitioning or is it for insulin sensitivity? So I listened to, oh, here we go with another podcast, but uh, this was just recently, um, I heard that it, it improves your mitochondrial um, efficiency. So it's cleaning up receptors, mm-hmm. which is relatively new stuff. And I have to go back and revisit it to actually be able to explain because it. Because I really think the resveratrol have, is better between you and me, but I'm just curious why you were taking it. I have that too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the resveratrol Actually, the is stuff better. that you used to advocate is what I have. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The comp- I can't think of it. It's a company in Florida, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, good stuff. Good product. Yeah. Um, but I think that I, I, I'm afraid of metformin. I know Why? a lot of people who, and I don't know how long you've been taking it for now, but I know a lot of people who are using metformin and uh, and, they're, and they're having lots of... Uh, Soft tissue injuries. Oh, and, really? Yeah, I, I and and I think I've discovered. I, I we did a show not too long ago about how, um, how fibers in muscle kind of adhere to each other. Um, and I remember listening when we were doing that interview. This was like I want to say a couple months ago, a month and a half ago. I can't think of what the interview was. Uh-huh. It was just a side discussion. And I thought, I wonder if metformin can cause that. But that's not the that's not the reason why I'm afraid of it. I'm afraid of it because. I know a lot of people who take it and they seem have, to have a harder time staying lean. And I think uh-huh. back to something that Dr. Scott Connolly said on my show. And he uh-huh. said that uh, metformin not only sensitizes – metformin sensitizes all tissues, insulin sensitivity, including fat. And you'll, he, said to me, he said to me, you'll never see a lean person on metformin. Um, now, now that, that well, that well, that that's what I'm saying. So obviously he he's wrong. There's exceptions to that, and obviously yeah. it's because of your hard training and your and your diet. So nutrition wise, how many meals a day are you eating right now? Uh, six to seven. Yeah, sometimes five. I shouldn't say that. Five to seven just depends on what I'm doing. I end up doing seven on the days when I hit new fit because it is that it is that demanding. Really? Um, and I'm just starving. Yeah, it's. It's pretty remarkable stuff. Um, and then, of course, I increase my carbs and sodium on the days that I have new fit as well. That new fit thing is really intriguing to me. Yeah, I would highly recommend you look into it. You got to send me a link you, Even after the show. On, I me, will. Okay. I will. Even, I mean, just to get on their YouTube channel. I mean, they've done some remarkable work, really. It's, it's pretty amazing. No, I'm I'm definitely going to check it out. I, I'm you know I'm getting old now, Heather. I need every 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 advantage and leg up I can get my hands on right now. You know what's interesting, Carl? Like I haven't I hadn't really started any of this self care stuff. I think I was about 41 when I started this stuff. Like I wonder what it would have been like had I had the opportunity or had I started it earlier. You know, I think 41 so, is a good place to start. To be honest with you, I think that that's like that's the that's the on ramp. I wish I would have gotten started at 41 as well, but. That's the on-ramp, in my opinion, you know? Yeah. I think you did it at the right time. That's the other thing that's in- interesting to me about you, and that is you're, you are up on all the anti-aging and regenerative medicine stuff. Like that's, it's, you're not like a monolith. It's not just about 
you know, physical culture, bodybuilding. Like you really, well, thank you. Well, you're really interested in the science. I know because you and I have can. You've asked me questions. You know, we we we've talked about things offline uh, uh, through uh-huh. Messenger. It's like you you get it. You understand all this stuff that's going to carry you through. It's probably why you're able to be so competitive at the the age of forty six. Well, I'm I'm I've always been a very curious person, and I always want to know the whys and the hows and the you know the answers that are that are out there. I just um, I, I enjoy it. You know, I'm just that's that's always who I've been. You know. Yeah. Um, are you you have any upcoming events? Is there anything going on at Ombrust or anything like that that we need to talk about before we end this interview? I need to start to line up some seminars. I really don't have anything on the books coming up. Um, I know you and I kind of discussed something. I think there's a good. I think there's a good opportunity for you to come to to Louisville, Kentucky. We have a lot of girls uh, who are into uh, competing uh, in this area: mm-hmm. Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio, and I. I think we could really fill up uh, a, a nice sized venue uh, with people who would want to hear about you and how you train and what you can teach them. Yeah, that would be great. I would love that opportunity. Um, I'm supposed to be going out to India in the next couple of months again. Um, that's an interesting market for sure <laughs> um, for a seven-city seminar, um, all things fitness, wow. which I'm looking forward to. That yeah. is awesome. I've made some really good contacts out there, and it's just they're just so curious about fitness. It's, it's really interesting. Um, and then other than that, I, I have planned to compete in uh, – about 12 weeks, but I think I'm in this phase right now where I've really added a decent amount of mass, mm-hmm. I'd say over the last like eight weeks. And I don't really see any reason to stop that process. So um, yeah, you want to, you want to, you want to ride, you want to ride that out because if you started right. to get leaned out to, 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 for a competition, you'd probably lose most of that. But if you could, if you could hang on to it for a while and let it become more of your normal domain, so to speak. Uh, right and then, own it, yeah, yeah and then you'll sure. own then you'll own it exactly, and then you can lean out and it'll mm-hmm. stay there exactly. Brilliant! You're so smart. You really are so smart. Anyway, well, I picked up a few things from you, Mr. Metabolic Currency. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Metabolic Currency. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. I started doing the show. I should start saying that again. Uh, I, it's it's really been nice to have you on the show. Oh, thank you, Carl. I appreciate it. I it's wanted really to do this for so long, and you, I, I am so impressed by you i watch you from afar like most of your tens of thousands of viewers that watch you train and i'm thinking man this girl is amazing you are truly a superhuman you're exactly what this audience is all about thank you for listening actually thank you i'm honored to be a part of this audience (laughs) and we'll have you back on uh and we'll keep people posted as you start to put these um these seminars together we'll start to announce it on the air here okay great thanks heather Thank you, Carl. Hi, bye. And so you can go and learn more about Heather Grace by going to Instagram and search for Heather Grace IFBB Pro and add her to your follow list because I learn stuff from watching her. And I pretty much think I know everything already. So that's a pretty big ad, uh, uh, what's the word? Admission. Admission. All right, well, look, that's it. Tomorrow we have uh, the Renew Life RX show. And then this Friday, uh, the pep talk is going to be about. Penalon and Epitalon. Supposedly, you can re- reverse aging in a two-week cycle of these. This is from Russian research. A lot of people here in the United States say it's nonsense, but the Russian scientists say it's legit. We're going to get to the bottom of that on Friday, uh, this Friday on the Pep Talk. So tune in then. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.